Welcome to the T-Squared Dad's Brown Bag Podcast. Here's your hosts, Kyle Baker and Dieter Burrell. Hey, welcome back to our podcast, guys. Um, this is Dieter Burrell, and I have Jennifer Mitchell. Yes, hi. Uh, with us. She's an interior designer um, and that she works now with. I want to say the right company, so I'll, I'll let you tell me. Sure. Yeah, so right now I work with Tarquette Commercial Flooring, but I am a designer. I graduated from uh, LSU in interior design and then headed straight over to Houston, and I worked for WHR Architects, which is a, uh, or was a large healthcare architecture and design firm over in Houston. So I kind of got my career started in the healthcare design industry. Well, that that's good. And, and here's a good question. I would and always ask um, my guests. It's like, what led you into interior design? And so this is going to be like a, a you, you tell us a story of what led you into interior design. What school did you go to? Sure. What when did you graduate? And uh, the process of you going through and getting licensed. How long did that take? Was it a challenge? And then what happened from you getting licensed to different the different companies that you may have worked and then where you are now. So. Sure. Yeah, happy to. <clears throat> so that's a great question. When did I know? I think I'm kind of an anomaly. Um, I knew when I was 12 years old that I wanted to do interior design. I would imagine back then I probably called it interior decorating. <laughs> I'm not sure I knew exactly what interior design was at that point. I've always loved just reorganizing, redecorating my room as a kid. So I knew I wanted to do something in that field. And then through research, we found, I'm from Louisiana, from New Orleans specifically. My mom and I found that LSU had an accredited program for interior design. So it really worked out that way. And it's really interesting. Now I have a little girl who will be 10 next month. And I can see in the way that she um, does her art or plays with Legos mm -hmm. that she has that sense of space. And mm -hmm. I could completely see her going into the same field too. So it's it's kind of cool in a way um, to see that. But I knew really early on, but I don't think I quite knew what it was. So of course, once I got into the program at LSU, that program it was uh, selective admissions. So you spent your first year with all of your prerequisites. Um, so art studios and kind of interior design 101, learning about the, the field. And then you had to build your portfolio from there um, and display it in a four foot by four foot section on the walls of the fourth floor of the, de the design building. Um, and you were critiqued and, and graded and, uh, you know, that you made it in. So um, 40 of us made it in. Uh, let's see, that was in 2002. Oh, no, I'm sorry. So a year after. So 2003, I made it into the program and we started our studio classes and, you know, more in-depth design. Um, back then we learned AutoCAD and that's when our AutoCAD class was actually a construction management introductory class. And I really loved that professor. So instead of taking more art studios, I opted to um, do a construction management minor with my bachelor's degree of interior design. So that's kind of where I went in school. 
Then let's see with IIDA, which is the International Interior Design Association. I was a student member and we had the opportunity to go to the large student day in Houston, Texas. Uh, and that consisted of a charrette, portfolio review, uh, mock interviews, resume review. So at that time, um, we were just kind of starting to put things on little mock websites and do everything digital. Uh-huh which wasn't really the industry standard at the time. So I went to do a portfolio review, which mine was all on my laptop, sat down with this lady and she hated every single thing about it oh my <laughs> and told me everything that, you know, needed to be more hand drawn and just all kinds of critiques. And I was definitely a little defeated, but I like to tell the story, especially to design students or even architecture students, because um, what we do is so subjective that, you know, you can't stop at just one person. So I went to my professor and she asked me how it went. I said it went terribly. So then she suggested I go to another person that she knew. And this lady loved everything about my portfolio and offered me an internship in Houston. So that's how I, yeah, it was really a great blessing. So that's how I ended up going to Houston right out of college. I did my internship there the summer before my senior year. And this firm, WHR Architects, solely did healthcare design. Uh, it was about 200 architects and designers total with a design team of 20 total. Mm-hmm. So that was a really cool experience. And that's when I first discovered healthcare design. So I went back to school and finished my capstone project on, uh, I did a, a dentist office. Mm-hmm. Uh, so similar related to healthcare. And then after graduation, of course, went back to Houston being born and raised in New Orleans, missed it terribly. So um, we moved back after about two years and I found a firm in New Orleans called Seisler Architects who had a healthcare studio. So I continued my healthcare career there. I guess I'll back up to your other part of the question was licensing. So when I started my actual career with WHR in Houston, we had a pretty intensive training. So it was two days it was an architect who just was very into CAD and Revit and things. And so he would train you on how to use those in that firm, how they wanted you to use it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I told him, I said, Oh, I don't want to do any more tests right now. I'm so over all that after finishing school. And he said, my best advice to you would be to do all of that now before you get married, have children, life starts getting busy, get it out of the way as soon as you can. And at that time in Houston, you could take the You could take your interior design licensing exam, which was all still hand drawn (laughs) um, after six months of work experience. So I went ahead and I applied and I took it. We uh, were at a a local university for a whole weekend, taking the three different parts and the hand drawing part. And I passed the test and I really just had to wait until I had my two years of experience, um, work experience. Yeah. So once I had that, then I could actually apply for my license. So and then in that same time, I went ahead and did the LEED certification, which is probably the hardest test I've ever taken in my whole life, (laughs) but um, did that and then moved back home to Louisiana. And that's where I got licensed um, and continued working a little bit of everything, uh, every type of design, education, government, but mainly focusing on healthcare. So I worked there for, I would say, six or seven years. started to get that, I guess, seven-year itch. I found a job with the local VA hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And so in 2005, uh, Katrina hit New Orleans and kind of basically wiped out their existing VA hospital. So VA designed and built a brand new million square foot, eight building facility in New Orleans. So I was able to join their team and activate that building uh, during the ending part of construction, which is a really cool process. So got to be involved in wayfinding, furniture, artwork. Mm -hmm. Um, The design was done by larger firms, but kind of more of the in-house facilities design. So that Mm -hmm. was interesting to get uh, a feel for that. That's kind of a different avenue that interior designers can go to work for a facility, whether it's healthcare or in the financial industry or a school, something like that. There's definitely opportunities out there, but it's a little bit of a different design process because you definitely are more on the functional side. Uh, Still, we always keep aesthetics in mind, but it's very functional maintenance side of it. So, and then after that, I worked there for three years. Uh, My firm in New Orleans, Seisler, reached out to me and said, uh, would you like to come, we'd like to have you come back and be the director of interior design here. So yeah. (laughs) And uh, for anyone who's ever worked for the federal government, it's it's not easy. (laughs) So having the opportunity to go back to the private sector, I I ran for that. So I went back. And and so then that's when my role evolved at the architecture firm. So Mm -hmm. I went from being just a an interior designer to uh, managing the interior design team, doing more business development, and then also became an associate at that firm. So Mm -hmm. worked with the associates team and, you know, have different responsibilities throughout Mm -hmm. the firm, things like that. So, and then to kind of round it out after about two years of doing that, I got a random phone call one day about lunchtime and the current, Tarquette rep in Louisiana was asked, moving to a different position in the company and asked if I would be interested in, in taking his position. Um, and at first I said, no, I'm good here. I'm, you know, doing great. I love where I'm at. Uh, but the, uh, the idea of more autonomy and flexibility for my family was uh, too uh, interesting, intriguing. So um, kind of looked into it a little more and that's how I wound up with Tarquette five years ago. So I'm on the sales side now, the dark side. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> I think everyone thought I was crazy at the firm that I was leaving, but I, I truly have to say that I'm still very much involved in design as far as working with architects and designers, which I love. And I get to be here for my family as well. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah, that, that's, how, that's how I felt when I kind of went out on my own, a little more flexibility. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you, uh, uh, you mentioned uh, that you went to uh, LSU um, yes. for, for, your, for your bachelor's. How was that program? Was it, was it, is, was it a good program back then? Is it still a good program? That, that, what, what have you heard anything about that? Sure. Yeah. Um, it's a great program. It's accredited. So um, I think that's really a differentiator. And they really taught us a lot. I think it was very intensive, though. I think like most design and architecture schools, mm-hmm. you know, you spend a lot of time in the studio, a lot of time working on your projects and taking critiques and reworking and working in teams. But I do have to say, you know, it definitely really got your creative thinking juices flowing and Mm -hmm. um, taught you about spatial design and things like that. As far as the professional practice, we had one class on that, which was helpful. But 
I think your internship is so important because that's where you really learn the real world stuff that they don't teach you in school, (laughs) but it's still a really great program, still accredited and then still selective admissions to some point. So some people did have to, you know, reapply and things like that. So it's a um, sought after program. It reminds me of uh, the university of Florida has uh, a four year and then a two year masters. And in their first two years, the kids, do uh compile all their work and there's something called the pinup that they have to do mm-hmm. and for them to move to the third year they have to do a pinup and then they get uh approved to proceed to the to the next school year right and then and they also do that during that pinup they also select top 10 pinups which is sort of a pride for the students when they get selected right. They get put into a, a, a small conference room and they get to repin up their pinup, and you know that's where they kind of, you know, make them. You know, they they celebrate the fact that you know you have some, a few select students that shine above the others, and I think a lot of those students kind of go up there and look to study the pinups and see, hey, how can I, you know, the ones that don't get accepted. I think a lot of them, it's a really like a gut check where oh my god now what do i got to do i got you know you know year four and year five where should i go and i've heard always stories about people splitting out of interior design or out of architecture and going into something else Mm -hmm. and they go into the construction industry or they go into master planning landscaping something other than that but yeah i can kind of understand the whole process of having to pin up to get let into the next following years. Um, yeah, so it's a difficult absolutely. thing. Yeah, it is. It's a very difficult thing. And it's definitely, um, like you said, a gut check, really defeating if you don't get in. Um, and some people would find a different path and others would keep pressing on, you know, and eventually get in and learn from others. So like you said, the pin up, we would pin up we had a four by four space and mm-hmm. it would be throughout the entire corridor of the design floor in the design building and so everyone could look at all the projects and it consisted of a lot of different things like some really kind of abstract ideas about design and space and shapes and things like that but also we were required to take that CAD class so you also had a set of floor plans you know so it really was a very holistic um, view on your design uh, abilities there but I think to your point I mean with a degree in interior design, you can do so many different avenues. You know, mm-hmm. you could you can work for a builder or construction on the construction side, work for an architecture firm, work in facilities, go into sales, or even design within within a manufacturer. You know, we mm-hmm. have a whole design team at Tarquette who designs our flooring. And of course the topic, is, which is always so funny, is like, who gets to name these things? I'd love to be that person. And they are those people. So <laughs> could have the dream job of naming the colors. You know, it's interesting that you say that the, the, the spectrum of things that interior designer can, can be involved in. Um, when I was working while well, I was doing my master's in Ocala, I'm, I was running for a small company and it, a licensed interior designer had brought a cl- uh, these clients in and he mm-hmm. had done the design for the residence, which is this gorgeous, um, you know, you know, Ocala is known as a country, horse country. Right. So, yes. 
the type of housing that you would see are these almost like these cottages, gorgeous cottages with multi garage. Um, I don't even know how to describe it, but it was a country cottage, I guess you could say, uh, with stonework, with these gorgeous peat uh, entryways, archways, and I mean, all kinds of elaborate stuff. And I never would have thought that an interior designer, and I can kind of see the flexibility of designing a residence for a client because you're there with them going through each step of the way as you're designing for them their house, their house that they're going to stay there probably for the remaining life. Uh, right. I, I've had that client sometimes uh, I think their ideas and I think any client conflicts with your ideas when you're kind of mm-hmm. envisioning a particular house and, and there's sometimes some, I mean, sometimes designers can ca- just capture exactly what folks are looking for, uh, you know, a lot of the times. Um, yeah. So, so after college, you, you work a little bit and then you, you know, you kind of were, you know, taking, doing your studying to take your test. And then you finally, after college, how long did it take you to get licensed? Uh, two years. Two years. So you, okay. there's a required uh, work period of two years. And then um, because I was in Texas at that time, because Louisiana didn't have the benefit of taking the test after six months, uh, you would have had to wait your two years. But I had already gotten the test out of the way. So, yeah, I got licensed right uh, in two years. That's awesome. Um, That's awesome. And then I went on after working in the healthcare design field for five years, um, Mm -hmm. I went and went after my healthcare designer certification. So I'm actually a a certified healthcare interior designer as well. Um, And I still do keep that up because it was a lot of hard work for that one. Um, You had to apply kind of like our, our design and architecture programs. You had to show your work, have five years of experience, have references Mm -hmm. from clients, then you could be accepted to take the test. (laughs) So you had to apply to take a test. So I did that uh, and gained that. So I I hold on to that dearly. You never know when you might need it. So uh, yeah. Do you do do consultations? um, I have not, no. Just not as like a side thing or anything. No, Mm -hmm. I have not done that recently. Just kind of use it in my everyday work as far as uh, what I do now. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, cause I, cause I always wonder, you know, there's, there's always like medical professionals that, you know, they, you know, especially in the field of architecture, they're always looking for that specialty, especially not, not that you mentioned it. And it's like, it's a hardship to find somebody that has that expertise in the sure. medical field. And yeah. I didn't know if you were kind of just like once in a while you get phone calls and people says, Hey, can you, Give us your two cents, you know, look at over the drawings and sure. you know, we understand, you know, your, your, your charges for a fee and, and do that. But, you know, everybody has their own, you know, options to kind of decide whether they're going to consult or they want to, sure. you know, do stuff. You're, you're applying your knowledge to what you're doing now with the Tarkhead yeah. and stuff. So that's important. Um, yeah. The, the one thing when I, I was in the architecture field and uh, didn't have kids, had more time, I did do more side work, those kind of things. So it's probably really just a matter of not having the time at this point. But that is an interesting idea. I like it. Yeah, because, you know, as the kids get older and I, I notice with my kids, my kids now are, are 14 once about to turn 17. 
okay. they, you don't have to kind of be there constantly kind of you know need because they don't have the need like you right. right now you you have but as time goes by then you can probably come back uh and be back in the workforce not full-time because i don't you know the consultation i always hear every time i, I hear an, an architect retire they say they retire but they you know they become consultants at, at some yes. to, to some extent so uh but that, that's a good thing to kind of keep um under your belt yeah so, absolutely i don't think architects ever retire right <laughs> i don't think they do <laughs> it's, it's in their blood yeah um so now you know, you kind of work for some, you got licensed, you kind of work for a little bit of time. And then you, you told uh -huh. us, you know, what happened. And now you're, you're a target. And you've been doing this now for how long? Five years. Five so, years. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I just made five years, August 13th. So I started in Louisiana and I covered the whole state of Louisiana for four years. And then um, me and my family decided to move out this way to the Panhandle, to Pensacola mm -hmm. area. Yep. And um, it just really worked out beautifully. Um, I have two other teammates here in this territory, um, mm -hmm. covers all of Alabama and the Florida Panhandle. Um, and so Ginger, uh, one of my teammates, I've known her since I was a designer. She was my rep as a designer. Um, so it's come full circle. And uh, she is actually working from home in her uh, with her babies, uh, there will be mm -hmm. one in three. So, um, Tarquette gave her the great opportunity to continue doing that. And with me joining the team, we could have some, uh, in-person coverage now. So it's worked out really well. So I've been here for one year now. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And, 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 I, and I'm glad that you, you had a chance to tell your story because, um, I always kind of try to find little details, like, what you know what really kind of got somebody interested in the ae and yeah. world, you know interior design yeah. and then the school's important too because you know there's pre people out there wondering it's like hey louisiana is there a, what do i have to look out for well you know for one thing you want to make sure your your school is accredited and yes. you know that you, once you graduate you know that you have the ability to kind of get your uh experience you know and all that kind of stuff so but yeah, uh, Jennifer, thank you for joining us and telling us your little story of Absolutely. how you came about and, and where you're at. Um, for all you listeners out there, don't forget to uh, subscribe and we'll be uploading some new podcasts with some new uh, guests that, that will come in. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you for awesome. the opportunity, Dieter. <laughs>